I'm telling you that good citizens are going to turn into real concern and revolutionary citizens real soon. How do you feel about being complicit in perpetuating that? The greatest folks ever perpetuated on the American people, and you're part of it. Now we're supposed to have unity. Let me tell you something. I'm part of the new resistance. Podcast episode 20 freaking five. I don't know about you, but I am pretty stoked about that. Send your love, send your hate, send whatever's on your mind to the underscore NRP at yahoo.com, the NR podcast on Facebook, NR podcast.substack.com. And don't forget to hit like and follow. Drop me a note and let me know you stopped by. The show is released using Anchor. It is the spot to make podcasts. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and computer. Your episodes can be distributed to Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and so many more all at once. Anchor has everything you need in one place, and it is free. So download Anchor in your app store or at anchor.fm. Now, have I got some stuff to talk about today. An LGBTQ pool party for young kids, TikTok doctors. We're definitely going to do some goofing off. I've got the top five most annoying voices in politics. I might even play the alternative version of Clinton's address about Monica Lewinsky. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We do need to talk about Biden's hateful speech a few weeks ago. Got some thoughts on it. But... I do have some hope at the end. As vicious as that speech was, there is hope. Stick with me here. I'm going to tell you about it here in a little bit. All right, let's do this. You know what? I think I will play it after all. My fellow Americans, I have not been entirely truthful with you. I did gagoogity that girl. I geschmoigadied her geflavity with my googus. And I am sorry. <laughs> hey, there we go. Now I'm not better. Starting us off with a laugh or two. <laughs> all right, all right. So, 
if you've been listening the last couple of episodes, I've been talking more and more about the grooming and the sexualizing of young kids in this country, in schools, in media, social media, huge on TikTok. There was this video posted recently of a biological boy performing for tips at a bar and nightclub in Wisconsin. Then there's this from the director of gender development at this children's hospital in Chicago. Is this a risky process for a young person? So there are things that we do not know about the process, but you know, these are medical interventions that have been used for a long time now. They've been done quite safely. The medical interventions themselves are not rocket science. I mean, these are medications that we've used in other conditions for many years that have a really strong evidence base. And so I really want to be clear that I believe these medicines can, that can and are used safely. You know, I know for a fact that the teams that are out there that are doing this work do it with a lot of care and thought and precision. And so, yes, I mean, there is there is not a full range of evidence to support the treatments that we're using. But there is a lot of anecdotal evidence to support it. And, and the safety data that's coming out really suggests that these treatments can be used uh, both safe, safely and appropriately. Eh, you know, mutilating kids' bodies, no big deal. And this teacher mocking parents for complaining to the school about her TikToks to their kids. Finally, there's this Dr. Gallagher, I believe her name is, from Miami, who has an ad on TikTok, told you, popular, where she, like the other doctor, acts like it's just no big deal to permanently cut and scar young children's bodies up. Do you hate talking on the phone as much as I do? Well, here at Gallagher Plastic Surgery, you can just text us. You can arrange a whole consult, probably set up most of a surgery without talking to anybody on the phone. We will do a video consult later, but just text us on this number. We're only, you know, seven months on teeth. You're seven months and you got top surgery. Bro, where are you at? Bro, where, who did, what doctor? Send me the number. Does consultations by text. So with the times, right? So with the times. Now, 
why am I telling you about all of these people and events from outside of Springville? Well, to give you some idea of what to watch for around here. Some of it already is alive and well in the Springfield area, actually. I don't know of any of the drag show stuff happening, nor do I know about either Cox or Mercy doing, quote, gender-affirming surgeries yet. Yet. It's a key word, yet. But there are things like the Glow Center's Youth Prom Night. I could never find an exact date of when it happened, but it was not too long before school started. Where they elected revolution leaders instead of prom king and queen revolution leaders. What good little Marxists they are. They also held the same organization. Oh, you're just going to love this. You're just going to love this one. A back-to-school pool party for LGBTQ kids in Nixa the weekend before school started. It was put together by then Nixa Councilwoman Amy Hoogstrat. I think that's how it's pronounced. I probably got it wrong, but oh well. Who is also, this lady, is also the Glow Center's youth coordinator. She resigned from the Nixa City Council a few days ago because of all the public outrage about the pool party. Of course, she played the victim. That's what happens when you try to bring this crap where it isn't wanted. Oh, did I... Did I not mention that the pool party was for kids ages 5 to 11? They're not done, by the way. This is just a setback for them. And they're not alone here. They're going to keep pushing. Pressure has to be continued. Nothing illegal or violent. But pressure has to be kept up. We see what just happened with this lady resigning from the Nick to City Council. Because of pressure. Now if they as adults want to be doing this stuff, I have no problem with that actually. I don't agree with it. But if you're an adult, I don't care what you do. But children are a different story. I'll have more on the Glow Center and other organizations like it soon. Some thoughts on President Pudding Brain's speech coming up. Hang on.
Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. MAGA Republicans by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans who reject the extreme MAGA ideology. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans. MAGA. The MAGA Republicans believe Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans. MAGA for. NRP at yahoo.com, VNR Podcast on Facebook, and nrpodcast.substack.com. Drop me an email or leave a comment on Facebook and let me know what you think of the show. If there is any of this grooming and indoctrination stuff going on that I haven't mentioned and you think we should all know about it, email me about that as well. All right. President Pudding Brain gives a prime time address a couple weeks ago. Big important speech about the soul of the nation. They tried to bill it as this extra super serious speech. Ooh, gotta be serious. Gotta be real, real serious. It ended up being the most vile and hateful speech an American president has ever given. It wasn't just what he said either. It was the visual setup as well. We'll talk about that here in a second. So, as I said earlier, I have some thoughts. I'm not going to replay the whole speech word for word. That's been done already. But I do want to play a few clips from it. It was given in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Where our freedom was articulated into words. The only things you saw behind Biden were this dark, blood-red lighting and two Marines on either side of him. It was no mistake to have the U.S. military flanking the President of the United States. As if to say, I run the military. Listen to me. We're going to use the full force of the military and crush our enemies. Nothing about this speech was by accident. His words were not given off the cuff. These words were put in there very purposefully. This wasn't just a speech about political disagreements. Folks, this speech was about four things. One, a domestic call for the suppression of his and the communists' political opponents and to make those opponents into enemies of the state. And two, it was a call for effectively a one-party state. 
three, it was a signal to all the street communists, the government agencies, and his feral, violent base to attack. They didn't even wait 24 hours, by the way. And four, it was designed to provoke the right into doing something violent and illegal, which thankfully nobody has. Maybe you're seeing right now, this is a little far-fetched. There's no way it was all that bad, right? I'm going to ask you to hold on to that thought. Can you imagine a more perilous situation than the President of the United States talking like this to half the country? Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans, extremism threatens the republic. Well, he, uh, he got one thing right there. What's going on is not normal. You're a disgrace, Joe. You're a bitter, flailing disgrace. Let's hear some more from the actual threat to the Republic. By the way, that was one of the only times he mentions the Republic. He is really into saving our democracy, which we're not, by the way. Here's clip two. Go. Very clear. Very clear up front. <clears throat> Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know, because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. This is a warning to Republicans here. He's saying, unless you bend over and work with him, you'll be considered an enemy. Continue. Patriotism, liberty, justice for all, hope, possibilities. We are still at our core a democracy. And yet... Not a democracy. Never have been. History tells us the blind loyalty to a single leader and a willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. For a long time, we told ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed, but it's not. We have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, each and every one of us. That's why tonight, I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy regardless of your ideology. That right there, where he says, that's why I'm asking tonight for our country to come together to unite behind a single purpose of defending our democracy, no matter the ideology. 
there's that signal I told you about to the feral violent base and the government agency communists that they can attack. Only a couple more, I promise. You need to know what was said and what is coming as a result. We cannot be caught flat-footed here. Clip 3 is actually quite humorous in a way. Go. Power above all else. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy. We're changing the people's lives. Republicans are to destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. Today, there are dangers around us. We cannot allow to prevail. We here, you've heard it, more and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. It's not. It can never be an acceptable tool. So I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America, period. None, ever. I want to be clear in how I characterize it. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it, is not, uh, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. They are strictly principled anti-fascists, and they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white... No organization is perfect. There was some violence. Any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times. But thank goodness for the looters, man. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. And finally, clip four building a nation where no one is left behind. I ran for president because I believe we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. I still believe that to be true. I believe the soul is the breath, the life, and the essence of who we are. The soul is what makes us us. The soul of America is defined by the sacred proposition that all are created equal in the image of God that all are entitled to be treated with decency, dignity, and respect, that all deserve justice and a shot at lives of prosperity and consequence. Ask the right questions. What a stupid son of a Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? Or are you a junkie? What do you say? Go back and read what I said. You're a damn liar, man. What we heard here, ladies and gentlemen, was an authoritarian, bitter, weak old man. By the way, have you have you noticed the only time he doesn't stumble and bumble through speeches and press conferences is when he is crapping all over these ultra-MAGA Republicans? Well, all the amphetamines they have him hopped up on probably didn't hurt either. Anyways, it was a dark, ominous speech. We're all pretty mad. Maybe grinding your teeth after hearing this jerk. And you should be angry. 
very angry. The president declared war effectively on Donald Trump and the 70 million plus who voted for him. He declared that we were enemies of the foundations of this country. Enemies of democracy. We're a republic, not a democracy, though. He bellowed that we call for and support political violence. When we know he and his party are the ones who encourage and participate in political violence and rioting and arson. They talk about the Constitution and the rule of law. Barf. How many times have the communists and the regime been shot down by the Supreme Court and the federal courts only to turn around and defiantly profess we're just going to do it anyways? Their domestic war on terror has already begun. We cannot take the bait and do something stupid. Charlie Kirk put it beautifully. He said this, Stay joyful. Be angry about it. But don't let anger control you. He's right. He's so right. All right, well, that was pretty dark, wasn't it? I'll be posting a little bonus episode on Substack in our podcast.substack.com with some practical steps we can take in the face of all this. That will be up either tomorrow or the next day. So go check that out. I'll be right back with a bit of hope amongst all this darkness and divisiveness. And then my top five most annoying voices in politics. Stay tuned. And I'm beginning here because it's a consistent theme I showed up to today in my email inbox. This is the email. Jesse, I'm just tired, sir.
Tired of being called a Nazi and a white supremacist. Tired of the sheer stupidity of most of the country. Tired of explaining why I support Trump and that he's not a criminal. Tired of defending my vote for a man who tried to fix decades of beep. Tired of explaining why I think I need to carry a gun. And just exhausted from watching the country I love being destroyed while no one does a thing about it. When and how does this end? Is it when China and Russia land on our shores and walk right over our weakened transgender military? Or is it when half the people finally rise up and take this country back from the communists? Make me feel better, brother. I chose to read that today because I could have read 50 of those. Virtually identical. I mean, it's like the same person read it. The people were just... That speech last night was so nasty from Joe Biden... It just took the wind out of so many people's sails. Look, maybe you're down, not seeing much light through the darkness. I wasn't really feeling the greatest myself for a few days after that speech. I mean, that was one heavy crapper of a speech, right? Believe me, I know. I'm right there with you. I get it. I do. You ready to feel better? You ready for some hope? Well, listen to this from Jesse Kelly from the day after the speech. Dear Samurai Oracle, I am an 11-year-old boy, and I am sending this through my grandpa's email with his permission. I have taken a liking to politics, and I listen to your show every day. I, of course, am a Republican, and I'm going to fight the commies when I get older. I have told off my teacher as she asked for my pronouns and made her apologize with a professional email. Anyway, I'm asking for your input. He asks about helicopters. By the way, he asks about the Russian flying tank versus the American Apache. Uh, That flying tank was amazing, and Apache would still win, by the way. says, I can say his name. Because it's also Jesse. Buenas tardes, he says. Buenas tardes to you. Buenas tardes. Do you know how many emails I get a day to this show from kids that sound remarkably similar to that? Jesse, I'm 13. Jesse, I'm 11. Jesse, I'm 8. I listen with my sister every day. Jesse, we're hardcore anti-communists. Or I get emails like that from dads. Hey, Jesse, I listen with my kids in the car every single day, raising anti-communists here or housewives, home, making dinner. Jesse, the kids and I listen when I make dinner every single night. I, if, I were to get, if I were to read you all of these, I would need a 20-hour show in one day. Things are, no, there's no question nationally, things are down right now. But because things are so down, you can't see and I can't see the hardcore freedom fighters, the next generation that is coming, you and me, we are raising a generation now of hardcore anti-communists. My sons, my sons know the issues. My sons know the stakes of the game. My sons understand there's a battle between good and evil. My sons can engage on it. My sons are 12 and 13. Your sons are the same. Your daughters are the same. We are raising a new generation. We're all extremely frustrated with Republicans 
with their weakness, their utter failure to see what time it is. Folks, that's going to change. It won't be tomorrow. Won't be in November. Won't be in 2024. But it is going to change. Sure, right now, nationally, it feels like it's over. Like we've lost. No. No, no, no. You see... Right now, we're in a valley. And after valleys come peaks. Yes, previous generations have failed us. And frankly, we have failed us. But this next generation, yeah, they're not going to mess around with communists. You heard the email from that 11-year-old young man? You heard Jesse say how engaged his sons are at 12 and 13. My friends, they're teaching and raising their young kids up the same way. And they are not alone. Believe that. This is not a time to give up. You and I... We are here in this time on purpose. Do you understand that? I pray you do. Or come to realize it. We've all said, at least once in our lives, I sure do wish I could have been alive in World War II with my grandpa. In the roaring 20s. Wish I could have been alive in 1776. Well... We weren't meant to be alive back then. The Almighty has given us this time. You were uniquely made for this era. For 2022. Embrace that. Celebrate that. Yes, we're in dark times. Yes, we're in a valley. But it's a great time to be alive. All right? All right. Okay, that's, that's enough heavy doom and gloom. Let's end this with a little fun, shall we? A little goofing off. We can't be too serious the whole time, huh? So, I put out a post last week asking people to give me their... Top five most annoying voices in politics. All levels from any party, whether elected, appointed, or a bureaucrat. I think that uh, number one will for sure make your skin crawl. Two through four are very cringeworthy. And number five may be a surprise. Maybe we'll see soon enough, won't we? <laughs> Coming in at number five, you may remember him for being screwed over for a Supreme Court seat and is now the vindictive little Attorney General, Merrick Garland. And I feel an obligation to the country to pay back 
And this is the highest, best use of my own set of skills to pay back. And so I want very much to be the kind of attorney, attorney general that you're saying I could become. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. If you were asked to do something that you considered to be in violation of the law or unethical, would you uh, resign? Well, the first thing I would do is to tell uh, the president or whoever else uh, was asking me to do that, um, that it was uh, unlawful. But of course, if I am asked to do something and an alternative is not accepted, I would resign, yes. Okay, now, number four skin has been pulled tighter than a beaver skin being stretched out to dry. And she talks and flails around like she's been hitting the vodka a little too much. We're all God's children. And so when the President of the United States says about undocumented immigrants, these aren't people, these are animals. You have to wonder, does he not believe in the spark of divinity, the dignity and worth of every person? Calling people animals is not a good thing. It's, it's going to be very, very exciting. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it away from the Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. Because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous with justice. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. She's older than dirt and slurs like a drunk. <laughs> so, number three should be a familiar voice. He's a little troll that has an ego as big as 1990's Jerry Nadler. And he believes he is science. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There's nothing wrong with people wearing two masks. I often myself wear two masks. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Something tells me Tony Fauci doesn't like Rand Paul. <laughs> Aww. And number two claims he's racked up a million plus miles on Amtrak, claims to have tussled with a bad street tough named Corn Pop, and has a voice so annoying you just want to bang your head into a brick wall till you pass out. It just 
well, here he is. This time, not hopped up on uppers. Go through uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? The Long Beach? Long Beach, thank you. A gigantic disadvantage. Mr. President, the, so, the, the question was on, the, the com on community colleges. No, 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 it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean it. There are, We're changing people's lives. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were... There's a man on the moon, or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. And representatives, uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinnell, and uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh... Grandpa Dementia, everyone. Now... Before we get to my top annoying voice, here's a quick sample of a few runner-ups. Meanwhile, McConnell and his team refuse to engage, hoping this will pass. Look at this guy. Barely get up there. He's leaning over. He's, uh, he's kind of shriveled up. We get more amendments done here. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, we're doing a hell of a job. President just doesn't understand, uh, President just doesn't understand how this stuff works. I am angry. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. My presence at this podium uh, represents a few firsts. Uh, I am a black gay immigrant woman, the first of all three of those to hold this position. Stay-at-home orders, uh, capacity limitations, those were done to flatten the curve. The United States is running concentration camps on our southern border. Congratulations to the citizens and the business community for following the dictates of this uh, legislative body. The inequities laid bare by both the pandemic, the murder of George Floyd, make it painful. Because they recognize that some people did something. There should be no expense or no measure that we could put forth that would not save a life. They're all such annoying voices, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, okay, so, the moment you've all no doubt been sitting with bated breath, the number one most annoying voice in politics, and boy does she deserve it. It frankly wasn't even close. Identified immediately by her cackle. It's Kamala! And so that is the approach we are taking. When the president asked me to deal with this issue, it was about addressing the root causes of migration. And the root causes are based on the problems and the challenges that people are facing in countries like Guatemala, which is why I was there. Right, the significance of the passage of time. 
So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time. Now how's that for an annoying bunch of voices? Woo-hoo! Like fingernails across the chalkboard. Sheesh. Hey, thanks for listening. The underscore NRP at yahoo.com. The NR podcast on Facebook. Drop me an email. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think the next top five should be. And don't forget, bonus episode on Substack tomorrow or the next day. This is the New Resistance Podcast. My name is Seth. Till the next time, stay focused, stay engaged, and never give in. See ya!